It's our privilege to make these messages available to you. We pray that the Word of God will richly bless you. Well, let's get it right into the Word, knowing that God will speak into our lives today. God is good all the time. This is a great day to be alive in Him. I tell you what, you look so good today. You look good. Why don't you turn to somebody and say, He's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. Oh, God is good. Well, church, I'm so glad you're here today. I'm so glad I got to be here today. But I am so glad above all things that he is here. Aren't you glad the Lord is in the house today? Aren't you glad of that? He's here. Say that, please. He's here. Come on, say it again. He's here. Sound like you believe it. He's here. And because he is here, whatever you need, he is. Whatever you need, he has. And whatever you need, he can do. He is in this place today. Amen. He is Lord. He is Lord. Well, Island Church, I bless you. Miss Liam, I bless you. Pastor Rusty, where art thou? I bless you. Amen. The staff and leadership of this church, I bless you. I tell you what, you are a great bunch. And I hope we get to live on your street in heaven. Amen. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Amen. Well, God is so good. Well, how many have your Bibles with you this morning? Why don't you just hold them up high and make the devil nervous? I want you to say this with me, please say, Book of the Ages, how I love thy pages. I'm a warrior for the Lord with my two-edged sword. I'm armed and dangerous with the word of God. Now, church, I want you to take it and just shake it in the devil's face, in his face, in his face, in his face. Come on now. Don't do this number here. Oh, yeah. He is under our feet. Amen. Oh, God is good. God is good. God is good. Don't you just love children? Come on out. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes your own. Hallelujah. <laughs> Before I came here to Texas yesterday, now I come from the east. Wise men come from the east. Amen. <laughs> But yesterday I went to the fitness center trying to get in shape, trying to dump the plump. Come on now. And I came back from the fitness center, and my son said to me, he said, Daddy, where have you been? He knew where I'd been. He said, Daddy, where have you been? I said, well, buddy, I was at the fitness center. He said, you don't need to go. I said, I do. He said, Daddy, you already look like a god. And that he said, Buddha. <laughs> I said, but buddy, I got to go. I got to get in shape. He said, daddy, you've already gotten shape like a pear. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't you just love them? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. But anyhow, God is good. We had a wonderful time, the first service. I'm so glad this 
is round two. Be back tonight. It's going to be knockout round. Hallelujah. So you don't want to miss. Amen. Oh, God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. Well, would you stand, please, for the reading of the word of our great God? I invite you to turn with me, please, to the book of Psalms. Turning, please, to the book of Psalms, Psalms 150. We're going to begin today with verse number one. Psalms 150, beginning with verse number one. When you find your place, shout, I'm there. Praise ye the Lord. We could stop right there. That's some good stuff already. It says, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath. I say, let everything that hath breath. I say, let everything that hath breath. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I want to minister for just a few moments along these lines. It's amazing what praising can do. I said it's amazing what praising can do. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your holy word. Father, your word is life-giving. Your word is life-changing. Your word is circumstance-altering. And Father, I believe that today your word should go forth. It shall find the launching place in the hearts of your people. And because of your word, we will never be the same again. We thank you now. We bless you. And all of God's people said together, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. My question is this, how many of you are alive? It's time to praise the Lord. The Bible teaches us if you inhale hair, you must of necessity exhale praise. It's time to praise the Lord. Some would say, but you don't understand. I am not a praiser. That is not my nature. That is not my makeup. I wasn't born that way. Well, I've got good news for you. You can be born again. Come on, shout amen. Let everything that hath breath do what? Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. And church, it's time to raise your praise. You say, but you don't understand. I am not a praiser. Then you are dead. I didn't say that. The Bible has that to say. In Psalms 115, verse 17, the Bible declares, and the dead praise him not. 
Come on now. It's time to praise the Lord our God. Let me ask you this question. How many of you say, Brother Johnson, I came today to the house of God. I came to this great sanctuary to be blessed. All right? I came to be ministered unto. Well, guess what? He did too. Our God came today that you would bless him, that you would minister unto him and know this. If you'll begin to bless him, he will begin to bless you. If you begin to minister unto him, he will begin to minister unto you. And so, church, I would admonish you to lift up your voice on high and praise ye the Lord. You see what happens. The depths of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. I'll say that again. The depths of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. So let us praise ye the name of the Lord. You say, why is that? Because praise will glorify. Praise will edify. And praise will terrify. You say, what is that? Praise will glorify the Lord. Praise will edify the saints and praise will terrify the devil. And so therefore, let everything that is breath do what? Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. And church, I've got a reason to praise my God. I've got a reason to shout. Some will say, but why do you shout? I shout because he brought me out. Hallelujah. I've got a reason to praise my God. And mark it out again, underscore. It's amazing what praising can do. Amen. I preach so many times around the world, I forget what I preach. I may have shared this before. I don't know, but if, if so, I'm going to back up and hit it again. But I'll never forget what happened in September of 2004, my little mama, Florence. My daddy was Lawrence, and my mom was Florence, Lawrence and Florence. But in September of 2004, my little mama was struck down. She was struck down on a Saturday night with a massive stroke. And they rushed my little mama to the hospital. Now, she was 88 years of age at that time. And when they got to the hospital in the emergency room, they said because of her age, 88, and because of the severity of the attack, they said she probably won't even make it through the night. I'm talking about it looked bad. They say she probably won't even make it through the night. Well, I've got two words for you, but God. Everybody shout, but God. Come on one more time, but God. Well, the next afternoon, here she was in that intensive care unit. Tubes and machines hooked up to her body, having suffered that massive stroke. The left side of her body was dead. It was paralyzed. Her face was all drawn up. Her speech was slurred. And the doctors came in. The medical specialists came in. And they began to shake their heads saying, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. Well, thank God they left the room. And when they left the room, my little mother looked over to my sisters. With that slurred speech, she began to speak. And she began to say this. 
it's time to praise the Lord. They said, my mama, just lay back and take it easy. Mama said, no, it's time to praise the Lord. My mama, just lay back and take it easy. You don't feel good. And she said, we don't praise him because we feel good. We praise him because he is good. And about that time, the little saint of God, having suffered that attack out of hell, oh, she raised her that right hand toward heaven and started saying, my Lord, I love you. My God, I praise you. I honor you. I extol thee, my God. I cannot lift up my left arm now, but I can still lift up my right arm in praise and adoration to you. I love you, my God. I bless you, my God. I extol thee, my God. You're so wonderful. Blessed be the name of my Lord. Oh, hallelujah. What was happening? She was praising God. And let me say this. When praise goes up, something comes down. I said when praise goes up, something comes down. Come on, say that, please. When praise goes up, something comes down. And she was saying, Lord, I love you. Oh, my God. How could I not praise you? You've been so good to me all my life. Oh, hallelujah. Well, she praised him on Monday, Sunday, and she praised him on Monday. And as she was praising him on Tuesday, all of a sudden, something happened. All of a sudden, the healing virtue of God came down. The healing presence of God came down and touched my little mama, and she was completely made whole. Hallelujah. Oh, what are you saying? I'm saying when praise goes up, something comes down. And so right now, why don't you do that? Why don't you raise your hands and raise your heart and raise your voice on high and begin to praise him? Come on now. Oh, yeah, begin to praise him from the depths of your being begin to praise the Lord for he alone is worthy. Come on. I don't know about you, about you, but I've been blessed. I've been blessed. I've been blessed. I've got a reason to praise my God. i got a reason to rejoice. i got a reason to exalt him. Hallelujah. Oh, come on somebody. Join with me and praise him and praise him and praise him and praise him. He's my rock, my sword, my shield. He's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. He's my hope. He's my help. He's my healer. He's my peace. He's my portion. He is my propitiation. He is my redeemer. He is my refuge. He is my righteousness. Oh, come on, begin to praise ye the name of the Lord. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Don't stop. Don't stop. He is worthy. He is worthy. He alone is worthy. Even right now, some of you are receiving from God because praise is going up and something is coming down. Praise is going up and peace is coming down. Praise is going up and healing is coming down. Praise is going up and victory is coming down. Praise is going up and answers are coming down. Oh, hallelujah. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Come on, shout somebody. Oh, yeah. 
You say, but why should we praise him? And why should we praise him? The Bible tells us in Psalms 48, verse 1, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. The Bible tells us in Psalms 9, verse 1, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will show forth all of his wondrous works. The Bible tells us in Psalms 113, verse 3, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Bible tells us in Psalms 34, verses 1, 2, and 3, I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall be continually in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Come on, somebody. It's time to praise ye the Lord. Why? Because when praise goes up, something comes down. But why should we praise him, you're asking? Why should we praise Because praise will bring you up. Come on now. The world, the flesh, and the devil will put you down, but praise will lift you up. Know this. Praise will bring you out of the pit. Has anybody ever been in the pit? Come on now. Mark it down. The pit ain't it. Come on now. But God bring you out how? Oh, yeah, through praise. Everybody shout praise. You remember the story in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 37, where the ten brothers of Joseph, they decided to put him into the pit. Come on in. We're going to put him in, bring him out later, and kill him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was in the pit. Have you ever been in that kind of pit? Come on now. I mean, he was lower than low, lower than a whale's belly. Here he was, down, down, down. He was in the pit, but somebody came and got him out. Who was it? Who was What brother? Judah. Yeah. And what did Judah mean? Praise. And let me tell you something. Praise will always bring you out of the pit if you're down, down, down in a time of heartache. If you're down lower than low. Oh, let me tell you something. It's time to praise ye the Lord. Let hell assail. You will prevail if you'll praise him. Lift up your voice on high and praise him. It's amazing what praising can do. Oh, come on, shout. Amen. What happens when we praise him? In Joshua chapter 6, the children of Israel were walking around the walls. Do you have any walls in your life? Come on now. I mean, there were walls all around the city of Jericho. In Joshua chapter 6, and for seven days, they walked around the walls of Jericho. For seven days. The first six days, they walked around the walls of Jericho once a day. And then on the seventh day, they walked around the walls of Jericho seven times. And know this, church, this is your seventh day and your seventh time around. Your walls are getting ready to fall. Come on, shot them ready. And after they walked around the walls of Jericho, how many times? Seven times on the seventh day, Joshua said, shout. For the Lord hath given you the city. And the Bible says that all the people, how many? 
all the people shouted, and all Bible scholars agree the shout they shouted was a shout of praise unto Jehovah God. And the Bible says all the people shouted with a long, not a short, hallelujah, but a long and a great shout. Honey, I don't believe those short shouts, hallelujah. And all the people shouted with a long and a great shout. And the walls came down. What are you saying? If there are walls in your life, walls of heartache and trouble and gloom and agony and despair, why don't you begin to shout a shout of praise? What kind of shout? A long and a great shout. And your walls are coming down, down, down. Read it. That's good stuff. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, we see where three inundations were coming against King Jehoshaphat, Jerusalem, and all of Judah. Honey, you don't come against Judah because you're going to lose. It's a fixed fight. Come on now. You don't ever come against the power of praise. But three inundations were coming against King Jehoshaphat, Jerusalem, and all of Judah. And when they begin to come against them, the king said, what do we do? He said, let's go to church. Come on now. I mean, they called for a prayer meeting. They heard from God, and God said, everything's going to be all right. He said, everything's going to be all right. He said, just stand still and see the salvation of God. I love that. Stand still. Come on, shout that. Stand still. In the Hebrew, the phrase stand still means relax. Take your hands off. Calm down. Chill out. Don't sweat it. Everything's going to be all right. Come on now. He said, just stand still, Jehoshaphat. Stand still and see the salvation of God. In my translation, the Johnston's translation, it means this. Why don't you just pull up a front row seat and watch God begin to work? Come on now. He said, Jehoshaphat, tell the people everything's going to be all right. He said, okay. What happened then? Jehoshaphat said, I want the praisers to go forth on the battlefield. Do what? Not the soldiers. Come on now. But the praisers, the praisers, the praisers. He says, send the praisers, not the SWAT team, not the army. He said, what's the SWAT team that serves with a testimony? Come on now. What's the army that's anointed, radical, militant youth? Come on now. But he didn't send out the SWAT team. He didn't send out the army. I could keep keep on going. (laughs) Anyhow, but he sent out the praisers. Come on, read it for yourself. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, oh yeah, verses 21 and 22, the praisers went forth on the battlefield against the three enemy nations, and they went forth saying, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on. And the Bible says when they begin to praise God, the enemy got so confused and they begin to slay one another. How many would put the enemy to confusion? Come on now. How many would drive the enemy nuts? Come on now. We'll begin to praise ye the name of the Lord and the victory will be yours. Woo! Read that chapter. It's good stuff. In Acts chapter 16, we find another story. 
Acts chapter 16, we find Paul and Silas. Here they were, they've been beaten, their backs been beaten for preaching the gospel. And they were in the bottom of a dirty, dusty, dingy, polluted, corrupted, no remote television. Come on now. It was, it was rough. They're rough and it's bad. Here they were, their hands and feet and stonks and bonds. You know, here in that prison, here they were in the midnight hour, in the darkest part of all. Have you ever been there before? Come on, talk to me. Have you ever gone through a midnight hour in your life when all hell was raging and roaring? Come on now. Well, church, it doesn't matter. Oh, let hell assail. You are still going to prevail. Let hell arise. We're still going on for the prize. Come on now. Oh, hallelujah. But here they were in the bottom of that dirty, dusty dungeon in the Lord's private jailhouse in Philippi. Their hands and feet and stocks and bonds. Acts chapter 16, verses 25 and 26. The Bible says that at midnight, You've been there before, haven't you? And at midnight, they prayed. I've done that. Lord knows I prayed. Oh, the Lord knows I prayed and prayed and prayed. Come on. Tell like my little mama. Lord knows, child. Come on. I prayed and prayed. My mama, everything was honey, sugar, and dollar. My mama. Oh, the sugar. I prayed. I prayed, honey. Whoa. But, you know, there they were. And at midnight, you ever prayed? Come on now. But it doesn't stop right there. Put it up. Acts chapter 16, verses 25 and 26. The Bible says, and at midnight, have you been there before? Come on now. What do you mean at midnight? I'm talking about when the boss says, I'm sorry, I've got to lay you off. What do you mean midnight? At midnight, the doctor says, I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do for you. You've only got a short time to live. Come on now. What do you mean at midnight? Your mother-in-law decides to move in with you. Come on now. Oh, and at midnight, Paul and Silas did what? Prayed. I've done that before, honey. Well, don't stop right there. There's more to it. There's more to it. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard that. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. A whole lot of shaking going on. Yeah. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, all the doors were open. And everybody's bands were loose. Come on, shout amen. Woo! Hallelujah! Oh, yeah. How many want to be set free? Come on now. Why don't you begin to pray? I'm going to say, I need some doors to be open for me. Come on, talk to me now. I need the Lord to open some doors. Well, why don't you begin to praise him? Why don't you praise him? In fact, right now, lift your hands up high and begin to praise him. For he alone is worthy. I said he alone is worthy. Oh, yeah. You say, but you don't know what I'm going through. It doesn't mind, honey. He's still God. And besides him, there is no other. He's the almighty. He's still the great I am that I am. He's the mighty God of Israel. He's my Lord. He's my God. He's my king. He's my covenant partner. He's my all in all. He's my best friend, Roland. Hallelujah. I love him. Glory. 
in your midnight hour you prayed, but now why don't you praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, and the Lord is going to cause the bands to fall off, the yokes and the shackles to fall away, and your doors will be open up wide. Come on now. It's time to praise the Lord. Now let me say this. There's power in praise. There's power in praise. I better say it again. You haven't heard me. There's power in praise. And I'm going to praise my God. Come with me. But you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I'm facing. You don't know what it's been like. It doesn't matter. I have still a yet praise. How many of you have got a yet praise? What do you mean a yet praise? I've got a yet praise. Will you turn, please, to the book of Habakkuk? The book of Habakkuk. The prophet Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 3, I'm talking about a yet praise. Oh, yeah, but you don't know, honey, you don't know. Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, Neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be hurt no herds in the stall. Verse 18. He's it yet. Everybody come and shout that word. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation. He said, it doesn't matter what hell may come against me with. It doesn't matter. I will have have a yet praise. I'm going to praise my God. Church, I want you to know this. Come with me. I'm going to praise him in the morning. I'm going to praise him in the noontime. And I'm going to praise him when the sun goes downhill. You cannot stop me. You don't have the stopper. I'm going to keep on praising my God. I've got a yet praise. Kind of like the psalmist David. The psalmist David had a yet praise. In Psalm 42, verse 11, the psalmist David said, why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. For I will yet praise him who is the help of my countenance and my God. Hallelujah. It's time to praise the Lord. Come on, shout amen. Now we've got a reason to praise him. Is that right? Because he's done so much for me. How many of you can say the same thing? He's done so much for me. The song says, when I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, I can praise, praise, praise all night long. When I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, I can shout, shout, shout all night long. I was raised up in a full in a full gospel church, one of those old-time Pentecostal churches. How many know the kind I'm talking about? Come on now. Wow. I mean, I got saved in those old-time full gospel Pentecostal churches. You can tell how how good the service was, but how many bobby pins were on the floor? Come on now. Wow. Honey, we got a reason to praise God. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Oh, praise him, praise him, praise him. I'm going to praise him all day long. Oh, hallelujah. But you know, there's more than that. I said there's more than that. Come on now. There's more than that. How many of that we got a legal We've got a legal covenant right to come before the Lord. 
How many of you are children of the Most High God? How many of you have been born again? Come on now. How many of you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Yes. We, and because of that, we have a legal covenant right to come boldly in the presence of God, into the throne room of grace. Come on now. We just go right before his presence. We got a legal covenant. How do you know that? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 declares this. Having therefore, brethren, boldness. Everybody shout boldness. Having therefore, brethren, what? Boldness to enter into the holiest. Talking about the throne room of grace, the, the holy room. Oh, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest. How? Look at it. By the blood of Jesus. As a child of God, as part of the family of God, you know what? I can come right into the throne room of grace. I can just walk up and make my petitions and requests known to my heavenly Father. Come on, say amen. But you know what? There's a better way. There's a better way. You should don't just barge right on in. Honey, there's a better way than that. Somebody of God's people, they just step right on in. And they say, Father, do this. Give me this. Whatever. I said, there's a better way. He said, what do you mean? Psalms 100 verse 4 says to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with what? Praise. Oh, church, let us come before with praise, with thanksgiving, and with worship. Come on, shout amen. And the better way is come before him and begin to worship him, not asking for anything, but to begin to bless him for who he is. Amen. And all through the Bible, we find example after example after example of people that came before the Lord the right way, the right way. Let me give you just a few examples very quickly, please. First of all, in Matthew chapter 8, Verse 2. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 2, we found the story of the leper. He had this dreaded disease. His flesh was rotting from his body. His flesh was falling off. And this leper definitely needed a healing touch from the master. Is that right? But in Matthew chapter 8, verse 2, 8, 2, not 2, 8, 8, 2. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 2, we find where the leper came before the Lord Jesus. And what did he do? He fell down before the Lord. He began to what? Come on, say that again. Where, wait a minute. You mean he didn't come before the Lord and said, heal me, heal me, heal me. That's how we are. We just come up and say, God, heal me, heal me, heal me. Touch me, touch me, touch me. Oh, God, my name is Jimmy. I'll take all you. Give me, come on up. But not the leper. He came before the first thing he did. What was it? You read in Martin's gospel, Luke's gospel. Oh, whatever. And the leper came before the Lord. And he fell down before me, bowed before him. And he began to what? Come on now worship him. He touched the heart of the Lord through worship. He fell down before him and began to worship him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, if it be your will, you can cleanse me. Is that right? What did Jesus say? The next verse, verse 3, and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. In other words, it is my will. I like the living Bible. In the living Bible, the leper said, Lord, if you want to. And Jesus said, I want to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, but guess what? He touched the heart of the Lord through worship. Look at another example. 
In Matthew chapter 9, verse 18, we find Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue. His daughter was at the point of death, and later on she did die in this story. But notice what happened in Matthew chapter 9, verse 18. And while Jesus was still speaking, behold, there came a certain ruler, Jairus, and fell down and began to do what? Come on, talk to me now. And begin to worship him, <clears throat> saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. Now, what did the leper do? He began to what? Worship him. His daughter needed a miracle. Her daughter needed a mighty miracle for the master. But what did the, the ruler do? He fell down before Jesus and began to worship him. And, church, you say, I like Jairus, I need a miracle. Well, why don't you do the same thing that Jairus did. Why don't you begin to worship him? Begin to worship him. Come on, shout. He is worthy. Hallelujah. And Jesus went to his house and raised his daughter up from the dead. Amen. Let me give you one more. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 25, we find the story of the Syrophoenician woman. And the Syrophoenician woman's daughter was grievously vexed. She was demon-possessed. But this Syrophoenician woman came before the Lord, and she fell down before him and began to what? Worship him, saying, Lord, help me. And Jesus said, her daughter free. How many of you got sons and daughters, loved ones that are bound? Come on, let me see hands. Why don't you do what she did? She began to worship the Lord. Don't beg and complain and moan and groan. But why don't you begin to raise your hands and raise your voice and begin to worship the Lord? And I believe deliverance will come. Healing came to the leper. As he began to worship the Lord, the miracle came to Jairus' house as he began to worship the Lord. And deliverance came to the Syrophoenician woman as she began to worship the Lord. And church, he is no respecter of persons. If he's done it before, he'll do it again and again and again. If he's done it for one, you can mark it down. He will do it for you. Come on, shout. Amen. Hallelujah. i never forget I was at a church in Baltimore, Maryland. I looked back this one night and a Catholic priest had come in, and with him was two, two nuns. And I was surprised. They were more surprised. But that night they came in, and God was moving in a gracious way. And I invited people to come to the front that needed, that needed healing, needed to receive. And, and he started coming to the front. And as he was coming, he was being led, being guided by the two nuns. And they came to the front together. I was praying for this one and this one and this one. Finally, I came to this dear brother, and I said, I said, my brother, what is it you need? He said, I've got sugar diabetes in my body, and because of that, I've lost 80, maybe 90% of my sight. And all I can see a little shadows. I can barely see only mere shadows as were. He said, but I believe I'm going to receive my healing. I love to hear something like that. He said, I believe I'm going to receive. Why don't you say that? I believe I'm going to receive. Oh, I like to hear it. Say it again. I believe I'm going to receive. And I said, okay. 
I said, let's believe God together. And about that time, I started to reach over to lay my hands upon him, and the Lord stopped me. He said, don't do it. And I paused, and I said, but Lord, he said, but tell him to praise me. Tell him to worship me. And I said, my brother, I said, are you ready to receive your healing? He said, yes, yes. I said, then if you want to receive your healing, begin to praise the Lord. Just begin to worship the Lord. Why, church? Because when praise goes up, something comes down. And I said, brother, I said, just begin to praise the Lord. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That's how some of you do it. Come on now. I said, brother, come on with gusto. Yeah. I said, come on with everything you got. Come on, praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Honey, why don't you praise him? Oh, like you really want to. Come on now. And like he deserves to be praised. I said, come on, brother, praise him. I said, forget about those around you. Forget about what happened yesterday. Forget about what we got to do tomorrow. I said, just begin to praise him. Just begin to praise him. All right. Right now, some of you need to raise your hands up because I can sense the healing virtue of the Lord. I can sense the sovereign hand of God coming down. This is your day. Come raise your hands up. Right now, the Lord's going to touch you right now from the top to the bottom. Oh, yeah, this is your day. This is your day. God said, today's your day. Receive it, honey. Right now, things you've been longing for. And crying out for him. God said, go ahead, take it right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I told that Catholic priest, I said, praise him. He said, praise the Lord. I, I said, brother, come on, forget about everything. Just praise him. Praise him. Like the song says, I'm going to dance like nobody's watching. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I said, come on, brother. I said, why don't you praise him? Remember, the depths of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. I better say that again. I said, the depths of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. And I said, come on, brother, just praise him. And I could see the change and the transformation. He was saying, hallelujah. And he just recently got baptized in the Holy Spirit. He was saying, thank you, Lord. Oh, pro God. Oh, And about that time, he sort of dropped down to his knees. And his hands were real from the depths of his heart. Oh, my God, I love you. Oh, my God. He forgot about everything. He forgot about about everything all around him. He was not definitely politically correct. Come on now. Thank God. Oh, yeah. And he was praising God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my God, my God. Oh, I mean, sometimes you don't have the words. Come on. Have you ever got the oh, gods? Come on. My God, I love you. My God, you're wonderful. Oh, God. Oh, God. You ever come on now? He got the oh, gods. Oh, I love you. Uh, uh. And about that time, he started shouting, I can see. I can see. I can see. I can see. Oh, would you stand up? Come on, everybody, right now. Oh, raise your hands up high. Oh, praise him. Praise him. Oh, come on. Come to the keyboard. Brother Frank, come on now. Oh, yeah. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody ought to dance. Somebody ought to run. Ah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, yeah! Hallelujah! So behind Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Ro, 
Helen, turn around, lay your hands on Brother George right now. Lay your hands on Brother George. Father God, let your healing power touch Brother George right now. Let your healing hand come upon your servant right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I see a healing strength. I see a healing flow right now. In the name of, oh, yeah. Begin to move right now. Begin to move that neck. Begin to move that neck. Somebody, your neck and your back right now. And the Lord part of your neck, the base of cerebellum, you're being healed right now. You're healed. You're healed. You're healed. You're healed. Rejoice. 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 Oh, yeah. Your hips are being healed. Your knees are being healed. No more. Oh, yeah. No more pain. No more inflammation. Be healed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Miss Leah, raise your hands up, honey. Raise your hands up. This is your day. Your day. Your day. Your day. Your day. Your day. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. The depths of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. Come on, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. My God, my God, my God. What do you need? He is. I said, what do you need, church? Hmm. I smell some sawdust around this place. Feel like a tent revival. Wow. Come on now. Oh, yeah. What do you need, church? What do you need? A building? A building? A building? Raise your hands. Come on now. When praise goes up, the building comes down. I said when praise goes up, the building's coming down. Oh, oh supernatural provision. I said supernatural provision. Supernatural provision. Oh, praise him. Exalt him. Oh, yeah. Worship him. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoa. I said when praise goes up, the building's coming down. I said the building's coming down. The building's coming down. The, oh, yeah, shit, my, my, my. Oh, come on, raise your hands up one more time. God is calling this church to be in a greater way. A church of the word. A church of the spirit. But a church of purity and holiness. Everybody shout purity. Everybody shout holiness. Shout it again. Purity and holiness. 
Holiness is not a bygone doctrine of the past. But holiness is a relevant word for the now. 23 times in the Bible, God tells us, his people, be ye holy as I am holy, saith the Lord. God just dropped a verse of scripture. Let me find it quickly, please. The island. I said the building's coming down. The building's coming down. Job 22, verse 30. Just list it up. Don't put it up the screen. Just list it up. It's there. I promise. Don't put it up. Because I want you to focus up here. Job 22, verse 30. He, talking about the Lord. <clears throat> he shall deliver the island. And it is delivered by the purity of thy hands. Come on now. Whoa. say it again he shall deliver the island oh yeah he shall deliver the island oh yeah and it is delivered by the pureness of the hands oh hallelujah pure 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 purity and holiness a praising man would not be a sinning man and a sinning man won't be a praising man come on now Oh, yeah. You may go through the show. But, honey, God's not looking for a show. We've had enough of hype and flesh and religion and tradition. We've had enough of professional Pentecostalism and charismatic showmanship. Come on now. What is God looking for? Come on now. No, he's not looking for worship. He looking for worshipers. Come on now. Oh, yeah. I mean, some people can fake it, honey. Oh, and then crying, they, they tell the story to cause a dog to fall in love with a cat. Come on now. But I'm talking about the purity. He's looking for true, the Bible says, true worshipers, true praisers. Come on now. It's amazing what praising can do. One more time before, I want to pray for everybody here today. I want to pray for everybody to raise your hands up high. Come on and praise him one more time. Come on, right. Whatever you need right now from the Lord, begin to praise him. As you praise him, say, Lord, I thank you for deliverance of my children. I thank you, Lord, you're setting my son free, my daughter free. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to turn my marriage around, my God. I thank you, Lord, you're going to open doors for me. You're going to cause that miracle to come forth. Oh, God, walls that are there. They're coming down like they did at Jericho. They're coming down. You're going to give me the victory, Lord, like you did for Jehoshaphat. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Praise him, church. Come on. Forget about those around you. Forget about those in front of you. Come on. Right now, come on. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When praise goes up, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to just give me 30 more seconds. Anybody, please? When praise goes up, the building's coming down. When worship goes up, what's coming down? The building's coming down. Worship. Everybody shout worship. We need supernatural provision for the building. Come on now. So worship him. Worship him. The first time the word worship is mentioned in the Bible, the very first time the word worship is mentioned in the Bible is Genesis chapter 22, verse 5. It was Abraham speaking to his servants. He said, stay here. And the lad talking about Isaac. 
we will go yonder to the top of Mount Moriah. Stay here in the land of myself. We will go yonder and what? Worship. He wasn't going to the motions church. He went to worship God. He went to worship God the first time. And guess what? When he went to the top of the mountain to worship God, what happened? God showed up. God revealed himself to Abraham as who? I am Jehovah Jireh, your provider. I am Jehovah, the one that will supernaturally provide for you the building you need. Come on now. And church, if we'll begin to worship him like Abraham worshiped him, God's going to show up for us like he showed up for him. Come on. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Reach over and touch somebody. Reach over and touch your neighbor. Touch your friend. Reach over and touch their shoulder or put your hand in their hand. Come on, reach over and get contact with somebody. Join hands. Join hands. Come on, or whatever. Join hands. Just everybody join hands. Don't worry. You're not getting married. You're just praying for somebody. Come on now. Just join hands. Come on now. And I want you to pray one for another right now. Pray for your friend beside you, your husband, your wife, that neighbor, that come on, the person when you're right, you left. Well, come on, begin to pray. You say, why them? Because you need a miracle to so pray for them. You say, why is that? The Bible says, whatever good thing that you do for another, God will make it happen for you. Oh, yeah, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now for every man, every woman, every young person that is here. You know the needs, Father God. Many have needs of healing and miracles in their lives, their home, their family, their marriages, oh God. Many are going through emotional times, God. They need emotional stability and peace of mind and joy, Lord. Oh, God, bring back the joy, the salvation you've given them once before. God, provide for them, God, supernaturally. God, you did it for Abraham by the top of Moriah. God, let them know you're still Jehovah Jireh and provide for them. Provide for them supernaturally. Show up and show out for them. God, give answers. Oh, God, the questions of life. Let them know you're still the same. You're still God Almighty beside you. There is no other. Hallelujah. We rejoice. We rejoice. Now give the Lord a shout of praise one more time. Woo! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we're closing, before we're leaving today, I'd be amiss. Let me say this. We start off this morning nice and easy. We start off this morning nice and easy, quiet, sober, somber, reserved. But tonight we're going to cut loose. You don't want to miss. But before we leave today, let me ask this question. Look at me. Do you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're saved and ready to meet God? If your life ended... Before this week is over, do you know you're ready to stand before the Lord? Do you know that? Do you know that? Someone said, well, I think so. You're not ready. Well, I hope so. You're not ready. If you're really ready, you, you can have that assurance in your heart. You can know without a shadow of a doubt 
I'm asking, are you ready? And before we leave today, I will not embarrass anybody. I would never do anything to embarrass you, but I want to pray for you. But the only way I will know for whom I should be praying for is this. I'm going to count to three. As I count to three, if you're not where you should be with God, you've never been saved, you've never been born again, you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, or maybe you're away from God, maybe you've grown cold, maybe you've backslid. You're not walking with God like you once did, but you say, Brother Johnston, on a fresh start, on the Lord to wipe the slate clean, to start over again, would you pray for me? I will. So right now, heads are bowed and eyes are closed. With every head bowed and every eye closed, I'm going to count to three. As I'm counting to three, for now where you should be with God, you've never been saved, never been born again. You're away from God. You've grown cold. You're out of fellowship. You would say, I'm not sure. I really don't know for sure, but I want to know before I leave this place, I want to know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm ready to meet God. As I count to three, if that's you where you are, just where you are, I'm going to have you to raise your hand. As you raise that hand, I'll see the hand of yours and I'll pray for you. But better than that, as you put your hands up, Jesus, our Lord, he'll see your hand. He'll take over your life. He'll forgive you. He'll save you. You'll never be the same again. So right now, as I count to three, all over, put them up high and put them back down. And I'll pray for you. Do it now. One, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come on, others. God bless you. Come on, others. God bless you. And God bless you, man. God bless these over here. And God, come on, others. God bless you. Come on, quickly. God bless you, sir. If God is stirring your heart, oh, God, come on now. If you're not where you should be with God, but just say, I want to make it right. Other, others, come on. Put those hands up high. Come on, two. Come on. Come on. Don't say another day. You may never have another day. God brought you here today. God bless you, sir, over there. And God bless these over here. Are the others? Are the others? Don't say tomorrow. You may not have it tomorrow. God bless you, sir. God bless you, yes. As I call this, God bless you, ma'am. As I call this last count, if you haven't already, why don't you raise that hand? You're not saying yes to me. God bless you, ma'am. As I call this last count, raise that hand. You're not saying yes to me. You're just saying yes to Jesus. I'm not asking you to join this church. This is the great church, but I'm asking you just to join up with Jesus for all of eternity. He loves you so much as I call this last count just raise your hand and say yes to him do it do it now three put them up put them up God bless you uh, and God bless you yes yes and God bless you over there honey yeah God bless you amen 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 everybody look up everybody look up everybody look it up I want everybody to pray this prayer to me right now everybody but especially the many of you that raise your hands up I want you to pray this after me. Everybody pray. Say, Heavenly Father, ask you right now to get a hold of my life and don't let go. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You laid down your life for me. Freely you laid it down. You shed your blood for me to wash me clean of all my sin that I can be righteous before you having a right standing in your sight. You died for me. You rose from the dead for me. You're alive. You're alive forevermore. And ask you right now to come in my life and be the Lord of my life. Take over my life, every part of my life, from this time forth and forevermore. And with your help, I will live for you. 
I will serve you all my days. I'm yours. You're mine. We're together forever. Amen. Give the Lord a shout. Thank you for joining us today. We trust you enjoyed the podcast. We extend an invitation to you. Come join us in one of our services Sunday morning, 1045. Tuesday prayer, 730. Thursday evening, midweek service, 7.30. We are located at 2411 69th Street, Galveston, Texas. See you there.